Hey community members, welcome to another episode. I am so happy to have you here. But before we start, I just want to let you know, my name is Leah Biscardi and I'm the host of the show. And as always, I'm always looking for people that need help with their product photography. So don't hesitate to reach out to me personally, Leah, L-I-A, at Coda C photoco.com. It's my new website and I'm happy to have you here. So let's get to it. Hey everyone. I don't know if you follow me on social media, but I made a huge announcement last week. I have a new master class coming up. So if you are a product-based business owner and you want to learn how to take better photos, please click on the link in the show notes so that you can get access to this masterclass. It's not free, but I promise it's 100% worth the value. Hey, Haley, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you, Leah. How are you? Good. So today, um, my special guest is Haley. Um, we met in the Females on Fire Summit, and um, it feels like forever since we actually met. So I'm glad you're finally here today. So kind of introduce yourself, tell the audience what you do and what you're going to talk about today. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you, Leah, so much for having me today. My name is Haley Schiller. I'm a social worker and the founder of Reaching Equilibrium, which is a stress management program for entrepreneurs and professionals in the workforce. Today, I would love to talk about one of my core tenets that I teach at Reaching Equilibrium, which is time and time management. And I think it's very important topic because I think I struggle with this too, having two part-time jobs and running a business and having a home life slash adulting. Um, so I think anytime we put time management skills to work, it really helps. So I think this is really going to be helpful, not only just for business owners, but I think people in general in their daily lives and helping them kind of balance the in-between. So um my biggest struggle with time management, I think, was um, figuring out that when you own a business, it's not 24-7. You need to take some time. You set your hours, your boundaries for your business, and then afterwards, you cut it off. And that's the hardest part for me. So hopefully today I'll learn some information from you as well. So yeah, absolutely. Time management can be very challenging because we often think that either we need to fill in every single little gap with something to keep us busy and quote unquote productive or the opposite where it's just we need to make sure we have these big time blocks in case of emergency or catch up time and the truth is that there's probably somewhere in the middle that's a really good way to start so what I actually like to do is I like to start with what we would describe as if you've ever seen there's an example of our sand our pebbles and our rocks yes right? yep. yeah so it's kind of a play on that where first what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to fill in what are the things that are your must-haves right those big kind of rocks that have to fill up your gaps of time and how I usually like to start is I like to start with taking out your monthly, weekly, and daily calendars. And really you're gonna go in that order and go down from there. So where I usually like to start is first filling in 
those big gaps with the things that you must have to do. And I think where people sometimes get lost is really what are those big things that you have yeah, to do, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I think as business owners, where we get lost is where is that importance? How do we prioritize? How do we decide? And a really good place to start is what happens consistently all the time that impact our business. So a good example is the holidays, right? Right. When we just passed, we had an overlap of Easter, Passover, and Ramadan kind of all fast up together. I don't know about you, Leah, but that definitely impacted me. Well, so, I was um, going to say, um, if you think about um, also those things that you want to do on a daily basis are kind of your priorities, trying to figure out like how much time to spend. Like for me, I can get sucked up into the whole creating content um, for my photography page because I'm looking through thousands of photos to pick for my content. So that's one of my priorities is like making sure I'm only spending this amount of time picking a photo, not scrolling for hours that taking up that much time. Right. So that's why it's always good to start on that big kind of macro level of where are those days off, where are the days that are going to impact you with your full day, because you need to find where those gaps are going to be. So if you know, for example, that there's going to be a holiday closing, does that holiday impact you? If it does, then you're going to have to schedule around that and find where you're going to delegate those priorities elsewhere. And if it doesn't, that might be a great time to catch up on work. So first, by knowing where those big things are going to happen, you're going to start looking for those gaps. And that is exactly where it kind of plays into what you're describing, that scrolling and what to do. It really allows you to find where are those opportunities that you can say, oh, I thought I had, you know, two hours I can do this, but really it looks only like one. And really that's where you can start to integrate your task list and figure out where are those gaps. Once you schedule in your big things, your big daily routines, your holidays, things like that, then you can start inputting in your meetings and your time things. For example, us talking today, yep. right? And things that might change our schedule. Then you really wanna take advantage of those smaller gaps. If you know that you have that time that you can scroll, that's great. But if you know that there's time that you really need to cut it back a little bit and really need to say, okay, I only have maybe 30 minutes to pick out that picture, but tomorrow there's more room in that schedule. I can come back and give it a fresh eyes, second look, then that might be the way to go. And um, we were actually talking about um, <clears throat> in my last podcast uh, with David Spinner, he teaches um classes to teams to figure out what personality type you are and there's like the planners and then the the non-planners so the spontaneous people and this is where like this time management those people that can't plan like hours ahead days ahead months ahead really struggle with time management because they kind of are just constantly filling in gaps they're not doing the process that you're talking about, about about putting your priorities and being that big picture first and then moving down they just kind of just throw things and that's their personality but then they realize that they need to use some skill or some method even just to plan like the more like the day so they wake up that morning and plan their day even though it's just a day it's way more efficient than kind of just 
doing things whenever because uh, you have to think about the way, like we said, planning this meeting. I wouldn't be able to schedule podcast interviews or schedule interviews with potential clients if I didn't know what was going on a week from now or a month from now. So it's hard for people to run businesses if they're kind of just plugging and chugging things in. So true. And then for people who are the more quote unquote winged types, what I really like to recommend for them is to know their zones of productivity. And what I mean by that is you can kind of break down the day into four chunks of time, your your morning, early afternoon, late afternoon, evening, and really asking yourself, where do I feel more productive? Where do I feel less productive and scheduling accordingly. So for example, if you know that you're less productive in the evening, maybe leave a few easy tasks for them. But if you're very productive in the early afternoon, scheduling the bulk of your work with harder tasks, and that's really good for people who have a little harder time seeing the bigger picture because you can know, okay, even if I don't know exactly what I'm putting in those time slots, I know if it's a more challenging task, that's going to go in my early afternoon. If it's something like wrapping up my emails, that can go in the evening. And I know other sides of the spectrum, like me, um, if I wake up that morning and my voice is really hoarse, I can't, I can't record a podcast that day. I'm like, I, there is no way that anyone's going to want to hear my voice because I sound like a man this morning. So then you have to play around with those those times were like, okay, well, I can reschedule this podcast. Either it can be on this day, this day, or this day, but I also have to reschedule with the person that I'm um, hosting with or their guest speaking. So then that's where you have to be more flexible. So it works both ways in my, in my world. Um, I used to be a very A type where like any change to a schedule was like, oh my God, the world is ending. (laughs) Um, So I've kind of leaned back from that. So like time management is really a skill that you learn, but also have to apply for it to actually work. Like if what you're saying, people go and not do it, then they're never going to see results. So they have to constantly use those tips and tricks and processes you're giving them to actually make it worth their time. No pun intended. (laughs) Yeah. And really brought up such a pivotal keyword, which is flexibility. Sometimes when we put something in the calendar, we think that that becomes almost like gospel and we have to follow it to a T, but life happens and things come along the way. So really knowing what to do when things are in conflict, when we say no, when do we delegate, when do we reschedule, when do we try to get scrappy and work around it, it's so important. And especially I would say um, mom entrepreneurs or dad entrepreneurs who like you always have to have those weird gaps in your schedule just in case something happens with the kids. Like the example I used um, in the, when I was talking to David, which is an episode that will air soon, um, was that um, if your kid gets sick, well, you had work meetings all day or you had to, important clients coming in and you're like, oh no, I'm a single dad. Like I need to go pick up my kid. I don't have anyone else who could pick it up. That's where that that flexibility has to really come in. But if you use that time management strategy that you had, you do have chunks of time that you can shift things around. And if people are flexible, like there are certain people that just are not flexible when it comes to 
rescheduling and stuff. And sometimes you have to deal with that, but being more open to that flexibility really matters. Absolutely. And bringing up parents is such a great example. When we're parents and business owners, that's such a great way that you can implement some of these strategies that I teach, where you first start with that monthly view, you put in, okay, here's the kids are going on a field trip, maybe I'm part of that, right? And put in those really important days, then you go down to your weekly my kid is in an after-school event. I don't know. They have a sports event, something like that. So it affects that day, every day of the week, every Friday. And then when you go down to that hourly schedule, you might say, okay, every day from 2.30 to 3.30, I need to keep that window open just in case. That is where I do my task that if I need to go at a moment's notice because something's going on at dismissal, I need to keep that open. So really that funneling, working from the monthly down is helpful for any business owner, any entrepreneur, whether you're a parent, whether you're a caregiver, if you have other responsibilities going on in your life, even I say even for pet owners, sometimes it's important to keep that in mind, right? Well, especially like, um, so I work from home a couple of days a week and then I work, um, a part-time job, it's a little distance away. So there's days where I'm like, okay, well, I can't. it's not, not possible to drive home on my lunch hour, let the dog out and then drive back. It's just not feasible. So then you have to think about, okay, that's an added expense, like that you have to hire someone to walk the dog. And it's like, well, what if the dog walker <clears throat> is busy that day and can't walk the dog or um, then I got to rely on so-and-so. So it is sometimes, I mean, it's nowhere close to being an actual parent of a human child. I always tell people, but it is sometimes hard because um, even when you plan events, so like my business coach always talked about taking two or three days out of the month and just taking them off for yourself, no matter what you do, like those to be planned in advance. And then you do something on that day, whether it's with yourself or you go on a double date or you just spend time with your family or something. And that's when you start to freak out because you can't do certain things because the dog can't be locked up in a crate for too long or can't stay home alone. So you have to kind of think about and plan those schedules. Way more flexible than having a human child, though. I will say that. It's, it's, it's definitely not as difficult. Absolutely. But that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur or a small business owner is that with those time management skills, once we start to develop them and put them into practice, we really can utilize them and adapt it to our lifestyles. So that way, what's important, who is important to us, never feels neglected in the larger picture. It's just all about taking time, practicing it, adjusting as our needs change and adjusting as we're learning what's working for us and what's not working for us. And adjustment is key. I love that you talked about that because there's certain like, um, once you get set in a routine and then it, if it ever gets changed, you kind of, well, for me, I freak out. But like what I learned is sometimes uh, I'm not very productive on Friday afternoons because my boyfriend sometimes can get out of work early. So it's like, I'm not going to want to schedule things on those days because like you were talking about earlier, don't schedule heavy things on days that you know you're not going to be most productive or like it's the time of year. I live in North Carolina, so I'm close to the beach. So 
on Friday afternoons, we're going to want to pack up the car and go to the beach. So you're not going to want to schedule things on that. But it's also hard, too, because if you're working with clients where that's their only available time as an entrepreneur, like is your you have to kind of put boundaries like, okay, you can't take up every Friday afternoon every month, but maybe we could share like two Friday afternoons. I'll help you. And then the other two are my kind of like afternoons off so that that adjustment period or like compromise between your clients, because you can't just, this is where burnout starts is like, if you're constantly doing things for your clients and never doing anything for yourself, that's where you're going to be too stressed out and you're just going to want to quit. Totally. And that's why even for myself, what I really recommend is in your schedule, have something what maybe you want to call it, I call it free choice, something along those kind of lines where every, just like you, it's also on a Friday afternoon, but every two to four on Fridays, I call that my free choice time where if let's say like yourself, if a client really needs my time only at that time slot, okay, we can work with it. Or if a project or let's say an event is happening and it happens to be Friday at 2 p.m. This is when the workshop is happening. That'll go into free choice or the free choice can be I'm choosing to take that time for myself. So you can almost use it for either or as needed, depending as things are coming up. Yep. And that's the important part is making those choices. Like there's sometimes where networking is big for me. That's why I love the Females on Fire Summit. And I love going to like online summits and in person because you get to meet people um, mm-hmm. like yourself. So like it's very exciting, but sometimes it doesn't fit your schedule. And then you're like, man, am I missing viable connections by not going to there? But I'm really tired. So I got to listen to my body and kind of have to figure stuff out. So sometimes you have to like either push through or you just say, I think I'll just pass and I'll do this next week. Like, especially like there's weeks where I have a weekly networking room on Clubhouse every Wednesday at 11 a.m. And sometimes I'll wake up that Wednesday and I'm like, I just physically don't have the energy to go in there and my my co-host she's like well either I'll take it on if I can do it by myself or we'll just cancel for this week because it's like it's not worth burning yourself out over something small it's different if it's this big project that you committed to and then you're like eh I don't know about it but if it's something small that you know that you could just take a week off it should be fine yeah you can totally pivot delegate or just get rid of the idea if you're able to. Well, you have given us a lot of tips today, so I appreciate that. Is there any last minute um, nuggets or tips of advice that you would give our listeners or anything that you um, have to offer that you would love them to contact you about? Yeah, absolutely. So really my big piece of advice is start big, look for those gaps, fill them in and then get smaller and leave that time, that open time for yourself. That's really just so key, so pivotal. And for the audience, if you want to learn more about my programs, what I have to offer, my website is reachingequilibrium.com. And it's a great place to, if you want to learn more, we offer not only the productivity side, which we talked about today, but we also talk about relaxation strategies as well. I love it. I love it. I think entrepreneurs really need to take that time 
to manage their time and decrease stress because it's very important for them to fill their cup first before they fill others' cups. So I appreciate you being on today, Haley. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Adding Chrome to Your Community. Again, I'm your host, Leah Biscardi, and please remember that you can listen to the future episodes every Wednesday night at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you'd like to join our community, we have a group on Facebook called Evaluate Your Product-Based Business Beyond the Brick and Mortar. And as always, you can find my information on Kodachrome Photoco, both on Facebook and Instagram. Coming soon, there is a product photography school coming, and I would love to have you join. Thank you, and have a great night.